Are you looking to start a podcast? Well, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. They offer a lot of great services, such as their creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. Did I forget to mention that it's free? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to In Our Mom's Basement Video Game Podcast, where we talk about everything video games with your host, Dan Giofue and Rage Quit Pat. What's going on, guys? Welcome to In Our Mom's Basement. I am Rage Quit Pat. And normally I will be joined by my good friend Dan the Pizza Man. He is running a little bit late, but he will be joining us very soon. Uh, tonight we have a very interesting podcast. We have a guest of honor today. Um, but before we bring in our guest of honor, um, let me just narrow. Let me just uh, let you guys know where you can listen to this podcast. Um, we stream live biweekly on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash In Our Mom's Basement. Of course, you can listen to this uh, episode on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, Snatcher, I forget, whatever it's called, but that's where you can listen to us as well. Um, also, we are hosting a giveaway as well on our Twitter, a Twitter contest. Uh, we are looking for a new uh, Twitter username, so go to our Twitter at I am, um, I am MB. Um, <laughs> IOMB5 and the rules and instructions are on there in our Twitter. But uh, some quick news. Uh, here we go. Uh, so the quick news is the uh, on the Nintendo side. Wait a minute. What? Oh, well. little editing mishap there. But um, don't know. Well, a little editing mishap there, but we can... Uh, edit that out, I guess. But um, anyway, uh, Nintendo news. Uh, we will go. Um, Nintendo Switch Lite was announced on the Nintendo side. Um, which call it? Uh, Jesus, I'm losing my train of thought. We're going to have to edit this out. All right, here we go. Saint, let, let's go. All right, Nintendo news. Nintendo Switch Lite was announced. Um, that will be launched on September the 20th. Uh, as the, and, and then basically it is. Getting rid of the dock, you can no longer dock it to the TV. It's more of a uh, handheld portion, so also the controllers as well will not detach. It's a 5.5-inch screen, 720-pixel screen, uh, 20 to 30% more battery, um, and it uh, again, it will, it does launch September 20th. And then the final news, not too much gaming news, uh, Final Fantasy VII will only be exclusive to the PlayStation 4, so we do apologize to all the Nintendo, um, excuse me, the Xbox uh, console users there, um, they won't be able to play it. So, without further ado, let's bring in here. All right, Raleigh, Riley. Wow. Good. Hi. Hello. Can the chat Hi. hear Riley? Oh, wait. Maybe. Let me turn it up a little bit as well. Yeah, okay. You white voice is gross. Good, good, good. Can can the chat? We are good. Hang on. We get. I. Right, one sec. We're, we we we'll we'll edit this out. Sorry, no. Somebody walked in my room. No, it's all good. 
We're gonna edit. We're gonna edit this portion out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm doing a podcast. Go away. And then they yelled tweets, and I was like, It's not my podcast. <laughs> yeah. No. It's all good. All right. So here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Riley Marie to the man cave. Uh, she is joining us here in Inner Mom's Basement podcast. Riley, how are you? Um, you know, just Andy. Well, so let's let's um, you know, there's a little um error on the uh, podcast thing there. So let's get a correction here. Where can we all find you on Twitch and all other social medias before we begin? Oh, well, uh, okay. Well, my Twitch is uh, Riley Marie with two Y's. <laughs> Uh, my Twitter and my Instagram are the same, <laughs> but two R's and two E's in the Marie, because, you know, people take my usernames. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to say it because they're all the same. You just got to, like, look at it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> it's all good. So let's uh, kind of get started here. Um, so, Riley, you know we we met at PAX East. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's let's take let's go a little bit backwards here. Uh, we all met at um we all met at PAX East, and um and then I saw on your Instagram account um you went to TwitchCon as well. So kind of comparing the two, um, what was your you know you know experience as PAX East as um different to uh, TwitchCon? Um, so PAX was definitely, like, more about the event. Like, I feel like I was more involved in the event at PAX than I was at TwitchCon. Um, TwitchCon was kind of just chaotic. Um, it's, I was more there for, like, the friends, really, honestly. Um didn't really care about the event that much you know you walk around the one day and it's like okay cool i went to a few panels saw like one of my top streamers and then that was basically it like but pax was definitely way more about like actually being at the event and like doing stuff at the event for me personally and it was awesome we actually finally got to meet um which was a, a really good time. We went to uh, we went out to dinner. I know spoiler set up a nice little SDC. Uh, we we really want he really wanted a big SDC party, but you know it, it was a, it was still a good time for the people that did come to the uh, to the after Pax East uh, party. I had fun. It was great. I had a good time. And you got- it was very um, unexpected too. Like we weren't planning on staying that night, but like staying that day. And then hanging out and, like, walking around Boston with you guys, like, the next day. That was, like, that's, like, one of my favorite memories. Like, I'm never going to forget that. Yeah, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. And then you also got a people's elbow for your trouble for, uh, oh my for God. falling asleep. It was, it was a good time. Yeah. You know, we had a yeah. – it, it was unfortunate that um, you weren't of age yet to uh, go out and drink. Um, we would have stayed at that first bar, but – that first bar definitely was uh, it's okay. was a was a very pricey one, unfortunately. But it was a good time. Um, I had a lot of fun. Definitely uh, playing uh, horse. Definitely was also a uh, highlight. Oh my god! Horse, I forgot about horse that. Horse was also that was so much fun. Horse was definitely a uh, a nice highlight um, as well uh, for uh, playing basketball. 
That was good. Yeah. Just, I mean, like, if you really think about the concept of that, it's just like a bunch of random friends from different states who just end up in Boston and are just playing a friendly game of horse. In the middle of Boston, right next to the freaking waterways and stuff. And- like, I don't know. That, that whole concept to me is just crazy. Like, other people aren't going to experience that. No, it, it was out. awesome. It was a really good time. And also, update, your uh, Twitch is now uh, fixed. Yeah. So woo. We're good. So we're good to go. So kind of let's, let's, let's go back. Let's go back to Riley's childhood a little bit. Let's dive in. Um, what got you into uh, oh, What God. got you into video <laughs> games? What was kind of the game that was, you know, that was like, I'm, you know, I'm a gamer. This, I'm going to be playing video games. So what was kind of the first video game that kind of grabbed you as uh, in your younger days? Um, so, like, I never, like, okay, so I always played games on and off. Um, when I was younger, my first ever gaming console was a Nintendo 64. Um, we literally had three games. We had some racing game, like a Godzilla game, and then, uh, uh, 007 Goldeneye. That was that was the start of it all. That seems to be like a great theme on our podcast. A lot of our other guests, yeah. that always seems to be the game that has grabbed everybody. And I always say that that game, even today, has aged very well. I don't know if you agree with me, but that, I could yeah. you know I could yeah, still pick up that good. game and play it. But that seems to be the game that has grabbed everybody. Was it just the multiplayer aspect, or just how? you know, good the, at the time as a shooter it was, single player wise? Honestly, I was like, like I'm young, so I was like a wee little tot. And I played that game when I was like really, like six maybe, I don't even know. And I just remember always playing against my cousin who's like 10 years older than me and he would just whoop mine and my sister's butts. And like, for some reason we found it so much fun. But... Yeah, it was a good. Yeah, time. no, that uh, that definitely again that <laughs> and, seems to be a big trend on the uh, yeah. on everyone's on everyone's Other childhood. Than that like I I had no idea that online gaming was like a thing until high school. I had no idea. I used to I like I had Game Boys, I had DSs, I played a whole bunch of Pokemon, uh, you know stuff like that. And I may I mainly played Game Boys and stuff like all throughout my childhood. We had um, PlayStations, but it was more so like kid games and like Guitar Hero. We used to play American Idol. Oh my! I think you're the first person um, that's ever owned that. I've ever heard <laughs> own that game ever. <laughs> yeah, American Idol. Me and my sister used to go hard. Oh on my that. goodness! We'd have concerts at at nine o'clock at night in our bedroom. It was good. Oh time. my goodness! Um. <laughs> Um, it wasn't until my dad got us an Xbox 360, and, like, he just, of course, he just, like, only bought games for himself, so it was, like, hunting games and racing games, and then there was Call of Duty, and that's when I got introduced to Call of Duty, and I got addicted, and then I found out what online gaming was. And then I started playing online Black Uh-oh. Ops One. Did you get a lot of? Uh, oh my God! It's I, a girl. W three. There's been some really strange encounters. Um, the the worst was um, I used to play a lot of Black Ops Two. Hardcore Search and Destroy. 
So, forced game chat, a lot of just crazy shit, and <laughs> there's a lot of people. Also, that... chat, we're also hosting a, like um, a live with... Q&A, so if yes. you have any questions for Riley, drop them in the comments, and uh, we will ask Riley. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, call um, Call of Duty was definitely huge back then as well. Um, and I definitely feel you on that yeah. one when you definitely probably got the, oh, my God, guys, it's a girl. A girl's in the game. A it girl's in the game. Yes. Yeah, there's some lots of DMs, lots oh of weird things. Oh, my God, the 360 yeah. days. I can imagine. Stuff. Yeah, 360 was toxic. Yeah. <laughs> it very was. And when, when they, before they introduced party chat, definitely 360 was a very toxic environment, especially for a girl, especially mm -hmm. if you're in a room with a bunch of teenagers that – uh go crazy when a gamer chick walk, strolls in. Yeah. Um, so when when did it's, you uh, start streaming? I only started about... It was actually a year and a half ago um, next month. That's when I... Well, I, I... Okay, I streamed like a few times like just for shits and giggles. I had no idea what it was and then I just like was like ah screw this and then like I actually put time into it and then like a month later got affiliated and like I don't know for some reason it just stuck but I started like streaming straight off the PS4 oh wow yeah, yeah. like no cam <laughs> Man. horrible horrible headset mic and for some reason all these people stuck around i'm like how hey, do all... you watch this like i go back and see clips and i'm like god hey, we all gotta start somewhere this? right yeah but i'm i'm grateful for it i mean you know we ended up building a pc a few months later and yeah yeah we all gotta we start are. somewhere i mean I, I i feel you with that too i streamed off ps4 mm -hmm. as well and um, I also even streamed off the Xbox, and Jesus, man, again, time, times were hard. Times were hard, but you know, you, it's all about um, you know working hard and just uh, keep keeping to it. And um, what are what yeah, are the type of games um, that you like to stream? I know um, Dead by Daylight. I know you also throw in a little bit of Rainbow Six. But what are kind of like the main uh, type of games you like to stream? Yeah, so like. I mainly focus on story games. Um, recently, not so much, just because I just suck. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, my, I started my channel based off story games. My first ever game I played was The Last of Us, and that like that's what like kickstarted my career. You want a game? Oh yeah, Last of Us. Is, I can't wait for part two. Uh, oh my. Yeah, I played um, that, and then I played somebody. Somebody just gave me Witcher three and Metal Gear Solid five for free. Like they're like, here, I don't want this anymore. And I was like, okay, let's play Witcher. And that game, I got yeah. addicted. I played that game for months. I played it the heck out of it. I got all the DLCs. We played all through it. All and always streaming. Streamed like many many hours of that game. Um, and from there, we've just found other story games. What we do, you know, I do like to go back to my multiplayer days with my Rainbow Six or uh, Apex now, you know, stuff like that. We try to do community nights where we get some some friends in for Jackbox and stuff like that. Oh, I've also really gotten into scary games. Like, I used to hate them, 
And now I try to do scary games every Sunday. Yeah, it's 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 awesome to hear um, when somebody says that you know they do enjoy streaming single player games because I you know I don't know um, if you kind of feel this way. Do you feel that kind of a lot of streamers uh, tend to go to like the uh, battle royale multiplayer style games more? Toward, um... Mm-hmm. It's it's just oversaturated. Um, everybody wants to play the hot new game, which is battle royales, and. In my opinion, I'm over it. I've, I've had my fun with Battle Royales. I just can't. I can't play. I'm like, I have such ADD that, like, I can't focus on something for, like, a long period of time. Like, I get bored easily. So yeah. I switch stuff a lot. And I feel like, f- from a streaming perspective, it's a lot easier for your community to, like, follow along and, like, connect with you. Because they're, like, it's like they're... Yeah. In the game with you, they're going along the story. With Especially you. like an RPG like The Witcher, and you bring up The Witcher. Are you excited for uh, Cyberpunk? Is that on your radar for next year? So I'm so weird about games. So I'm like iffy about robot like kind of stuff. So I don't like to give opinions until I see like actual gameplay, like of people playing it. Like I've never. People are like, are you gonna pre pre buy this game? I've never pre bought a game because I'm the type of person that like. I have to wait till it comes out, then watch people play it, and then have their opinions Keanu on it. Keanu Reeves didn't sell you on it? So, like... Keanu Reeves! No. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> the only games that, like, I know, I know. The only games that, like, I'm excited for the future was just The Last of Us 2. Like, other than that, I don't, like, look forward to any game until, like, it comes out. So what's out your theory on Last of Us 2? Uh, there's a lot of theories on there that Joel's dead. Do you actually, do you believe that Ellie's just... Because in the first trailer... Um, Joel hasn't looked like he's aged and we haven't really seen him in a trailer mm-hmm. since and we didn't see him in the gameplay footage they shown and there's a lot of theories out there that they believe that Joel's dead and Ellie just sees him kind of you know in her head do you uh, kind of see that theory or do you believe that Joel's still alive well Joel is Bay, so you know they can't kill him or else <laughs> I'll kill them uh, <laughs> uh, all right, let's put a wacky theory out there. The story is based off of him getting captured, and then Ellie has to go save his ass because he saved her ass many times. Yeah, that could be definitely game. possible. She's definitely a lot older now and definitely um, has learned a lot of new tricks in part two. I can't wait for part two. Last of Us... It took me a long time to play it. I didn't play it actually until PS4 when they came out with the the remaster. And I was like, damn, I'm really upset I missed out on this game for so long. It was such um, a phenomenal game. Yeah, I never played it until PS4 either, and it was last year. And then I played it a second playthrough um, just a few months ago. Um, just because I missed it. And I was like, I'm just going to play it again. <laughs> it was yeah, no, still as so good, good as ever. And you said that you kind of uh, started to get into uh, horror games. Are you into like um, I saw you playing Dead by Daylight? Are you kind of into the horror games like that, or are you leaning more towards like uh, survival horror, like uh, no. Res- Resident Evil? Yeah, definitely more um, like story. So I tried, I tried Resident. Okay, I've played Resident Evil Seven. That was my birthday stream, the first year I ever streamed on Twitch. I borrowed my friend's VR, and I oh, you did went to VR, you went VR, to VR experience. Resident Evil 7. <laughs> my god! Okay, Resident Evil 7, the first half of the game, is, oh, yeah, like, no. terrifying. And then the second half of the game is, like, 
for some reason, way less jump scary and, like, less terrifying. So I only had a VR for a short period of time, so I only had oh it for the God. really scary part where all uh, the jump scares are at. That game, even without <laughs> VR, that, that game was and, jumpy. Oh, my God. It is worse at VR. It is so yeah. terrifying. <laughs> like, you just feel like you're actually there. It's, it's Yeah, it's definitely really out of scary. all the VR experiences, but, that definitely tops my, you know, the VR experience with Resident Evil, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I played, um, I attempted, the, like, one of the earlier Resident Evils, and I just, I didn't like the camera style, so I couldn't get into it. But I just finished God's Basement, which is really good. I really, I've been stuck on this stupid Gary game called, that's formerly called The Conjuring House. They, I put 21 hours into it, and then they updated the game, or, you know, I don't know what exactly what they did. They renamed it to, uh, what the hell is it now? Uh... I got this. I'll tell you the name in a second. But <laughs> they renamed it and deleted everybody's oh saves. So now, like, the hell? I have to re-put all the work into okay. The Dark Occult, that's what they renamed it to. And I've been playing that a lot, but I got stuck on this really bad maze part, and I can't get past it. So I kind of took a break from it, and now I've been playing okay. Alien Isolation. I heard a lot Isolation. of good things about that one. Yeah, I just started that one, so I'm only in the beginning of it, like but it's not bad. If you like our recommendations, um, I would definitely... You have a PS4, so I would definitely recommend Until Dawn. Um, that, oh, yeah, that's, that's a really good. That, that's a uh, really underrated uh, PlayStation 4 exclusive. Um, mm-hmm. I watched... Uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's really good. I played, um, I played through it twice. My first playthrough, I played through Blind, which mm-hmm. was... Uh, just kind of seeing who die, who could get to die and live. And then my second playthrough, I had everybody live. So definitely recommended. Um, wow. Resident Evil 2, <laughs> I would definitely highly recommend. Uh, that game is phenomenal. Even if you haven't played the older ones, this one is um, really good. So um, about Until Dawn and like did making decisions on if people live or or die. Well, <laughs> I'm really bad at that. Because <laughs> somehow Listen, I end up it, it, killing it's a everybody. Fun game. I would recommend it playing through it the first time blind. Just kind of going in there, playing it blind and seeing what you can do. Well, I mean, when it first came out, mm-hmm. I watched many, many hours of gameplay. You, trust, you'll, you'll forget. <laughs> trust, when, when, when you act... When you when you yeah, actually pick up the controller it. and you're in the experience, you're kind of like, uh, all right, never mind. Wait, I don't remember. Um, the... I really only remember the ending, and I remember the one jump scare that's at like yeah, a tractor. I would. Um, the only thing I would recommend if you do play it is search the areas, uh, whatever area you're in, search, because the story. Oh when you find out the story. More, you know, it helps the survival of the characters better. So that that's my uh, pr- that's my tip of uh, until dawn. But I would definitely highly recommend. I would definitely highly recommend Resident Evil Two as well. Does that have those weird camera angles where it's just up in the air um, and you're kind of there, like so? There around. are some levels where I wouldn't necessarily say it's high in the air, but the camera kind of pans back a little bit more, 
and it kind of like the when you walk forward the camera um begins to like slowly uh move into your character but it's not it's not too far back it's not too okay. far back to the point where you can't see what the hell's happening but um it's it's a phenomenal game it's only 20 bucks i believe right now okay um but that's nice yeah i have oh, a list. list i have a list of scary games um so there's this game called I don't know how to pronounce it. it it's A R A Y A. Agony? Raya. Not, it's not Agony, right? I think it's a, I think okay, it's a good. smaller. No, I think it's a smaller game. game. I used to watch a streamer. <laughs> I used to watch a streamer who like mainly played scary games and that was one of the games okay. that he played. Um yeah, that's a, Layers of Fear that's a huge one, one and 2. That, that's I've a really big one. I, I actually never played that one either. Yeah, I don't even I haven't even really watched much gameplay on it, so I'd be going That's to the it best thing about like survival blind. horror: going um, blind. Yeah. Um, yes. Outlast and Visit Visage. Those were two that I was debating on, but then I watched trailers and I was like, they both seem really scary. So then I bought God's Basement instead and just went with that uh, one. <laughs> um, don't knock twice and, and top one. The, the thing about Outlast that's so terrifying is that you can't fight back. I think that's what the allure of these games like Amnesia, um, Outlast is the the part where you just you have to run and you can't fight back and there's always somebody lurking yeah. around every corner and it's just it's terrifying. It really is terrifying. Yeah, I don't know why I do it to myself. What made you what made you kind of say cuz you did I you do. mentioned that uh you stayed away from survival horror. What kind of put your foot down like, you know what? Screw it. I'm playing survival horror. Um, I hate myself. <laughs> Basically, I like to make like I don't know. I just like to challenge myself to do stuff that's out of my comfort. Uh, I mean, streaming was one hundred percent out of my comfort zone. I was a shy little person that like barely talked to anybody, and now streaming has made me very comfortable around people, not only online but IRL, like. I will talk and have conversations with people yeah, no. all the time now. <laughs> like before I'd be like way too scared and anxiety just wouldn't work. But I don't know. I just like to do things that like push my limits and scary games is one of that. Plus, I mean, quality content of yeah, great reactions. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, that's 100% true. You get those uh, jump scares on stream and you get those nice clips of yourself uh jump scaring is always uh is always a good time yeah there's lots of those so, i don't know i just jump a lot and i yell like if you come to my stream i'm sorry i might make you death it's not that just bad. Get used to it, it. it's not you don't yell that bad <laughs> i've been on, i've been on, i've been on streams that have been uh much louder you know and uh, more more awkward very true i am my mic settings are tweaked a lot, so when I do yell, it doesn't really peak the mic that much. Like, it used to peak the mic a lot. It's, I, ask Joel. Joel, you know, it's not that bad anymore. What What are some of the um, the worst games that you have played um, in your gaming lifetime? Just to kind of off the top of your head. What's some, what's some of the garbage that you have, uh, have ran through that you have unfortunately played? <laughs> yes! Yes! 
Yes, I, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, let's, I, let's get those emotes in the chat. Fortnite. Fortnite. Fuck Fortnite. I, <laughs> I played Fortnite for like a few months, but like oh. that shit got old real fast. I don't understand how people are still obsessed with it. I think it's a. Uh, I think. No I, I think it's a side babysitting job at this point. I think a lot. You know, instead of actually babysitting kids, yeah. they rather like kind of babysit them in a different way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just couldn't do it. Recently, I tried CS:GO for the first time, and I thought that it wasn't bad. But then I realized how stupid like the spray patterns are on each gun that make no sense. And I said, "This game is trash. Why do people like this?" And then oh, my I goodness. I hope, so we're we're actually gonna get into something really here. I hope it doesn't deteriorate from some of our listeners. But Fortnite sucks. I, I'm so happy. You, I'm so happy. I'm honestly Fortnite so happy sucks. to say that because mostly it's, it's... a couple people we had, they're like, oh, yeah, Fortnite. Fortnite is trash, and I cannot wait till Fortnite mm -hmm. is done and the Battle Royale craze is done. I can't wait for it to die, yes. Like, even, like, oh. streaming, like, still, like, if I want to, like, screw around and play Apex or, like, Rainbow, there's still people that, like, play Fortnite. Me. Why aren't you playing Fortnite? Why? Like, first of all, there are plenty of other streamers streaming Fortnite. Oh, Fortnite. Oh, hello, Dan. Where'd he go? Oh, my gosh. Oh, he, Hi, uh, I guess I, I think Hi, he just Dan. wanted to chime in and uh, <laughs> let us know how he felt about Fortnite. I feel, I mean, it's Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, I, I will never play Fortnite in my life ever again so like if you want to go see a fortnite stream you can happily leave like yeah. i will not please, be offended yeah. go For please go there watch somebody fortnite, there are hundreds I, you know what of you know what's hard is that i love to support everyone that's in our sdc and you know i but it's just mm. I, I i when i see them playing fortnite i go into the streams and uh, i so i support them i'm supporting them but then in the corner of my eye i'm seeing them build some fucking building and I'm like, this game sucks. I can't see. Can't, oh. That's my issue. I want to support so many people, but like, they're like, I, I go to raid at the end of the night, and there's still like 90% of my followers or my following is playing Fortnite. And it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to watch Fortnite. Like, I love you. But Stop like, building. Like, yeah. Stop building. <laughs> like, I just can't pay attention. It's so hard for me to pay attention to YouTube too. Like you go on YouTube, it's like oh Fortnite three sixty kill Fortnite did my eight hundred my eight thousand sniper kill with a headshot all the way at the top. Yeah, it's it's that's the thing too is st people still are like hitting like yeah. trick shots or like really nice shots and they're still like posting about it and I'm like yeah it's, it's not it, cool it, anymore. It, it's definitely got oversaturated. Just, just let it be. It's like that's like somebody taking Black Ops Two, freaking three sixty no scope <laughs> compilation oh. videos and still posting them. I guess that's over Is that with. Why you like I don't care. Like, uh, kind of like you, uh, Rainbow Six Siege. You like the uh, tactical aspect of it, even though that game has gotten toxic. Way you know, I... it's 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 it. Oh, it is toxic. So yeah, I just like. I mean, even then, like I don't even like 
multiplayer games that much anymore. Like, I've definitely way more gotten into story mm-hmm. games, like, the past I've seen you play years. Life is Strange, which is a um, phenomenal game. <laughs> Life is Strange is a very oh, good game. Have you tried, um, you know, is... what's kind of like, uh, what kind of grab do you on those type of games, the kind of point-and-click and, and uh, decision-making type games? I don't know. I just watched, like, a little bit of gameplay from the first one, and I was like, oh, I'm just interested in that. And I actually I actually played the first Life is Strange before I started streaming. I ended up, like, loving it. Like, it was super cool. So when I, the second one came out, I was like, you know, we should just give this one a, a shot. And we played the first three chapters that are out, and I had, I think it was during my 12-hour stream that we, we played it. And, like, I had people from my community that, like, afterwards, they're like, are you going to continue this game, like, you know, the next day? Like, they are there. They want to see what happens, what decisions I make through the story. Like, they want to continue to watch and Have you tried um, the, tel- the uh, excuse me, any of the uh, Telltale games or? <clears throat> I have not, but a lot of people recommend it to me. I'm just, like, I'm a very huge stickler on certain graphics, and, like, those graphics, like, don't really grab my attention. But I feel like the story is worth getting through the graphics. So I yeah, think that so I need to do it the older ones, anyway. the older Telltale games, um, yeah, the, it's definitely gotten better. Um, it's not as glitchy or choppy, but um, they're, the, the later ones are a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It's more so, like, like the art style of it, like board, like everybody wants me to play Borderlands, oh. but like I just like can't do the art style of Borderlands. I don't know. I'm just I'm weird. I don't, no, I don't know. I mean, What's board, wrong with me? Is like I don't a know. Tough game to get into, especially. Um, I don't know how you feel about it, but if I'm not, I tried to get into mm-hmm. it. If I wasn't playing with somebody, I was extremely bored. And even when I actually was playing with somebody, I was like extremely bored. It's just mm-hmm. I don't know. That game just wasn't uh, for me. And I know a lot of people were like. Member packs, they were like walking around like super stoked, like Borderlands Three. Yeah, I yep, that's how I felt because they announced it like right at PAX, and everybody was hyping about it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll just sit here and listen to you. Like, I'm happy for you, uh, (laughs) but I can't relate. Did you try that game at PAX? That game was wild. I don't know if you saw it. So it was me, Spoiler, and Dan. No, what is that? We were playing more of the indie games. A lot of the freaking big titles, the lines were so damn long, and we didn't know that you could download an app and reserve your spot. But we saw this. Yeah, we didn't know that either until the second day. And by that time, everything was already like sold out. So we were just strolling around the indie games, and Spoiler found this game like Father Simulator. And it was like you got fired from work. You packed your things. You could literally throw throw stuff at people. Um, hit. I don't know. It, it was a ridiculous game. To, but you mentioned graphics. The graphics are bad. So it was. And I, I was. <laughs> but like, is it like is it like cheap it, indie game bad or is it? Just it's like definitely a, a game like that's like a dollar. I, I, I mean, I would not. I would. I would not. I. I would See, not I pay more than a dollar for this it. game. To be honest with you. And I, I happened to go onto a game yeah. where I was uh, <laughs> just scanning tickets, and I had to figure out which ticket was fake and which one was real. So that goes about how our PAX experience was. 
Yes, that, that was, was a, a game. We that asked, was, it was a another game? indie game. Another indie game was I was going oh, we were yeah. to see what tickets were real and what were fake. See, I, because I, I only had one day at PAX, so I spent a lot of it just like going around to the different vendors, and then like you, you saved yourself spending way too much money, <laughs> and we played a little bit, a little bit of games. Like like I don't I think we played like two small games I don't remember what they were something was <laughs> something was like furniture some weird furniture game you, and I don't you, remember what it was you, you saved yourself <laughs> by uh, disbanding from us oh. um, because Das and Spoil no yeah. Das and Spoiler turned it into no. a flea market and I got so <laughs> tired I was like look I'm going to the nap room and taking a nap you let me know when you guys were done we literally have you ever been to a flea market no. So is that when we met you guys? Was, no, yeah, I'm not. I'm I not have. saying they went to the flea market. But why would they, they go to a flea market? Flea market. We were literally walking in the same circle ten times, multiple times. And then I got. I go to Dan. Oh I go to all of them. Like, look, God. guys, I'm going to the nap room. I need to take a nap. I can no longer walk. Yes, it was. That nap room was amazing. Yes. Like they should have that at TwitchCon. They did not have anything. Like TwitchCon was so, like going from TwitchCon. Like, TwitchCon was my first ever convention. Like, I've never been to any other convention. So, like, going from TwitchCon to PAX, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is Amazon doing? Like, can they not organize shit oh, better Amazon than this? Amazon organized it? Like, <laughs> TwitchCon was so... Oh, I didn't know they were. Yeah, well, Amazon owns the whole spew. I'm pretty sure, because they, like, own it all, technically. Don't they? I don't know. I could be just talking out of my ass. Who knows? But it was really unorganized. I don't, you know, everybody Holy complaining wow. on Twitter about the four hour long lines. There were four hour long lines. I am lucky. I almost didn't get my. That was just to get your badge to get in. And I almost didn't get my badge the day before TwitchCon, but I made. I made us drive a half hour back to the center just so I could get my badge. And. The next day we pulled up this, I mean, there were multiple lines wrapped around and around the building. Like it was insane. And we were waiting in line for about 45 minutes with our badges to get in. And the only reason we got in so fast is someone said, hey, there's a door open over here and there's no lines. And like there was, we were at like some corner of the line. So like nobody was over there. And there was like 20 of us that just uh, walked in this other door. That's crazy. It. Nobody else knew about this side door. So, <laughs> yeah, but, like, the, it, the convention was just so unorganized and and chaotic. Um, one of my favorite streamers, who's, like, a bigger partnered streamer, they had, she had a meetup scheduled. And we went to her meetup line about 15 minutes before her meetup started or no, we were there a half hour before her meetup started, and there was already a line. Jesus. They closed her line off five minutes after it started. After it started, they're like, "This is too crazy." We closed the we closed the the meetup line five minutes after it started. So I was like pretty bummed out. But then she ended up seeing us walking out, and like she grabbed us into the, like the other room, and we basically got a private yeah, meetup. That's with awesome. Her. Like it was when really they go, like above cool. and beyond for that. But like it was. So disorganized. Like, the convention center was way too small. There were way too many people. It was way too disorganized. 
I had friends who bought Friday passes and they wa- they walked in like they had well, a weekend. If we pass. ever go they, to PAX next year, anything. I'm definitely not buying a pass because buying a pass is completely pointless. They don't they don't scan, they don't check. Yeah. So like if we go yeah. Oh I know. They don't they don't scan at all. Yeah. They yeah, they just So next year all if, they like, did was check your go, bag. I'm not buying a pass. That was all they did. My old pass and if I don't get in then uh, whatever. Um yeah, but I think definitely I would next year I would way would much rather spend the weekend doing, at PAX than a weekend at TwitchCon this like, year. Because I know a group if TwitchCon of everybody was closer, is planning it. Are you doing TwitchCon this year, or it was kind of like the bad experience? <sighs> kind of. I was supposed to. I no, I was supposed to. I was really looking forward to it. I was in an SDC. It was in one of the SDC. Um, you know, Airbnb, but things are just not working out in my favor. So I'm going to just hold off on it. If I get a new job and can possibly afford it by the time that it comes up, yeah. I'm just, I, mean, I will do I mean, it. Also, I mean, it also I sounds really no tough if you're waiting in line for getting there. I mean, four hours. I mean, that's absurd. And Yeah. I mean, that's okay, though, because, like, most of the con, it wasn't about the con. Like, it was, it was about, like seeing all my friends that I've never met. So, like, we spent a lot of time. Like, I've never traveled. Like, I've gone to the Carolinas, and that's it. So, like, being... I was on my first time on a plane. I flew across the country to meet a bunch of strangers that I've never met on in person, you know? So, we spent a lot of time going out to eat, and, like, we went and uh, explored San Francisco and explored a lot of San Jose. We went to the Redwood Forest. Um, we went to Half Moon Bay, hung out on the beach. Like, so, like, I did way more than, like, the con itself. So, like, the con was, like, not really the um, highlight of the trip. Hopefully like, by next year, though, else. we actually have a uh, SDC uh, panel at uh, TwitchCon or PAX East. That's the, uh, that's the goal. That's the goal. We have an SDC panel. Ooh, we'll have you, me, so Spoiler, cool. Dan, um, and whoever else would like to join the panel. Yeah, that would be cool. I would, I would join the panel. What's kind of the thing? What's kind of the pro and the con <laughs> of uh, your uh, streaming um, experiences so far? I know you said you've been streaming about a year and a half. What's kind of been like the pros and the cons for you? And what, and what are kind of like? I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, what are kind of like? What's like your future goals? Like, so what's the pros goal, um, going forward with uh, streaming. Okay, so pros. Definitely, like I said earlier, like it has made me a more self-confident person. I can easily go, it, like I used to have really bad anxiety. I would like hide myself. I would never talk to people. I would try to not make eye contact with people. And now like if people talk to me in public, like I will have full-on conversations. Like Definitely like more self-confident with me, like my body image, my personality i grow and i grew into the person that i am like i struggled a lot with like self-identity and who i was and i started i was living way too much for other people and pleasing other people and like streaming has like made me that's awesome that's great to hear become me (laughs) essentially like everybody I've met is very supportive. My community is very supportive. Like we all like joke around and we can all be lewd. <laughs> yeah. and, like, 
sarcastic, great, great but like at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, really lewd. <laughs> but like at the end of the day, if I need anything, like I know those people are there for me. Like if things are serious, like people take, like people are there for you. They're there for each other. Like at the end of the day, we have, we have our venting channel and if you really think about it, like, people are comfortable to come there and, like, talk about their personal problems and, like, they talk about it amongst themselves. Like, even if I'm not a part of that conversation, they're they're talking amongst themselves. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you it's know, a I very, like, remember when I, when I needed um, some assistance in the vent um, channel, you know, you were there and uh, Nitri as well were there to help, you know, pick me up uh, when I felt down. So, yeah, it's definitely a, mm -hmm. um, you know, awesome, ex you know, awesome in, uh, experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at least I... Yeah, at least there's there's always a few people that will like sit there and talk with you, you know, stuff like that. So it, it's like there's definitely a lot of pros to streaming and all that. I think cons are definitely time. I have realized that I suck at time management. Like I'm pretty bad at time management. I'm pretty bad at organization lately. Um a lot of the con, like, the main con about streaming was just, like, I put way, like, at the beginning, I put way too much time into it, other than my, like, IRL life, ignore the train, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, like, I did neglect a lot of stuff, IRL, like, personal relationships and stuff like that, but, you know, I'm working on managing both of those now, and things are going a lot better. Um, so it does take time to learn how to balance out yep. life and streaming streaming is a lot of work there's a lot into it stuff that you wouldn't have no idea think like oh i could just hit start yeah, and not go too, there's not too many like people realize it actually is a second job a lot of people think that oh let me just work. hit the start now button and boom i'm gonna get like ninja money it's not mm -hmm. it's not like that at all man some people struggle mm -hmm. yeah there was uh so the fall months of my first year of streaming i actually was streaming about full time probably like 30 hours a week um on top of also working three jobs and being at school full time <laughs> so i lacked sleep a lot so that's what that goes into like time management i i ended up you know quitting down to one job now and um school was less and streaming you know you, you learn to figure out stuff yeah. but definitely one of the hardest things and what's all the hours that you oh the last one was kind of like what's your like the uh your ult the ultimate goal what was like, the, what was the what, other you know, question the oh yeah so i i tell people like I, most people their end goal is like i want to be partner like blah 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 and like my end goal i don't care if i hit or not like I just do this for fun I don't do it for any other reason I do it for the the personal relationships that I have with everybody like you can go to my community and ask me like I'm very like everyone like I make sure that everyone's included in things and everybody knows that they're not alone so my whole end goal is just to create that community for people to come to 
I don't care if it blows up. I don't care if it stays small. Like, I just want that to be there for people. And that's that's really it. I just do this out of the enjoyment. That's of, awesome. Um, of I just noticed, itself. actually, like, too, you're planning to play Heavy Rain. Um, is this your first playthrough or? Oh, so good. I'm gonna love it. It's a um, yes. really good game. I've never even gameplay of it. Did you? Okay. Did you? I played. It was from the same. I played Beyond Two Souls, so and I love that. Exactly. And everybody so, said this is like. Uh, a... Is that because you downloaded Detroit Become Human? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I actually had Detroit Become Human, but yeah. I downloaded it again just so I can get heavy rain. <laughs> but. I have I have Detroit Making Become choices. Human. That was the game well, that I that I said I'm really bad at. Um, heavy rain is people survive. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could have had like one of the best endings. Oh of my Detroit gosh! Human, but in about five minutes, I killed off all of my characters. So <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, that was great. When I killed off Marcus, which was like the last of my characters, I threw my headset and went in the other room and screamed. So my, that's, um, uh, that was one of my, my, my ending for Detroit is, um, I actually went rogue. I had rogue robots. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I see a lot of people, oh, you know, really? obviously I'm rage quit Pat. See, I'm so passive. I'm also I an asshole in video games. So I always do. When I have the opportunity to do bad playthroughs first, I tend to lean <laughs> towards doing those playthroughs, and a lot of my friends judge me for that. I hope uh, the chat and you do not judge me for that. It's just that we always play good characters in video games, so I think it's great to finally ha do the opposite. So I, I was rogue, uh, Marcus. Very true. Um, Connor died twice for me. And I, his partner died. The cop died. I just let the cop die. I didn't really care for him in that playthrough. And I, I had uh, what's his name? What's her name? Uh, Kara. I had her, <laughs> but I sacrificed um, that random robot that wanted to sacrifice himself. So I didn't really care. But um, Heavy Rain, I recommend doing. Of course, your first playthrough, Blind, uh, which is what Sorry. I did. And my second playthrough, I did it the best ending. So yep, I always usually recommend that for people that kind of play those type of games. Do your first playthrough blind and your second playthrough if you want to get different endings. That's always, of course, recommended because these games you could play multiple and multiple amount of times. But when I always usually play to my second playthrough, I usually just try to get them correct and the best ending possible. I would recommend a yeah, game that this development team Detroit, also but uh, developed, but it has not aged really <laughs> well at all. Um, it's called Indigo. It's called Indigo Prophecy. It came out on PlayStation Two. I would recommend that, but my problem is, but the thing is, like graphics wise, it did not age really well at all. The graphics are bad. Like they're really bad. This is. Yeah, I, I I think it's out for the PS2, PS4 downloads you can do, but um, yeah, yeah well, no, no, no. I I think it's like ten bucks. Oh yeah, but then you gotta pay for that. Well, like I said, to buy the game. No, to so buy yeah, the they have PS now, but the, there are some it's games. It's like PS. It's like PS, PS now that are PS2 like that can be called. played on PS4, not disc, uh, download, but um, you know. 
the graphics have not aged well. If you okay. eventually do decide to play it, the graphics have not aged very well. But this is the same developing team that has made like Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, Detroit. Because I, lo- yeah. I like uh, this developing team. Uh, Quantic Dream. Quantic Dream is really good. Yeah, they they create some very very well sought out games. Like they are, they put a lot of effort into their games. The, the graphics are great. The storyline is great. They're very good at, at this, yeah. and I hope they continue. Uh, they, they, they definitely they will. I love that. And also, um, Dan mentioned it before. Um, that team that makes Until Dawn, they're making a game that comes out in August, Man of Medan. It's like a, a horror anthology that they're doing with uh, eight games. And uh, this is the first one, and they're supposed to come out with two of them this year. Yes, the Dark Pictures Anthology. Man of Eden. Okay. Come, comes out. I wrote comes that out in down. August. Just have that saved. I didn't know that the Dark Pictures. Twenty bucks. I'm really curious on how how much until dawn is because maybe like I'll play that too. So I no, just okay. got. I hear you. My friend is letting me borrow. Sorry, if I sound far away. <laughs> okay, my friend is letting me borrow. A- okay, that's a good game too. Horizon Zero Dawn. So that's what the game plan Heavy is rain. after we finish. Um, Don't feel discouraged. Rain Never sing that Horizon. song when it comes when you're about to play it. <laughs> so Heavy Rain. No. <laughs> I, I actually don't. I actually, I don't know. The, I don't know the rest of the words. All I know is I, I think it's a song. I worked over at GameStop, and, and my one coworker, every time we sold Heavy Rain, he would go Heavy Rain. I feel like it's a play on a different. I feel that song. way too, but I uh... like a word play on a different song, but I don't know what it is. It sounds. Oh, oh, I know. I guess I don't know. I just it's listen. a wordplay on that so. I'm gonna, song. I'm gonna it's like, agree with you. I have to agree with you. Rain. I don't really know myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. But I mean, I mean that that's really good. That yeah, um, do you feel? Um, I don't know if I asked this earlier. I might have, but do you feel um that um I that single players are here to stay? As far as uh, not only streaming wise, but uh, video game wise, because there's always been that you know stay that single player games are dead. Do you feel that way? I know, I know, definitely you don't, because you do, you did mention a lot that one hundred percent they are always going to be alive and well. There's just right now the gaming industry is so focused on multiplayer games that it's going to get burnt out everybody's gonna get burnt out and new just like they got burnt out of story games so now here's battle royale they're gonna get burnt out and at the end of the day there's still that group of people like they're still like on twitch right now everybody's tired of seeing the battle royales yeah. seeing that stuff so a lot of people yeah. are going to more story driven games because that's and then you what see that like again. fallout 76 like, is now is i, I don't even know if people still play people. that game but they're that's coming out with battle die. royale and who the hell cares <laughs> i 
I did. I did see it because I played the. It was free for a week, and I played it twice. Um, I played the survival though. It was like multiplayer survival, and it was fun. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I just I don't know if I could get into it. I was really into Fallout Four, but like the reason I was into Fallout, 4, like it was a big old survival. There was a story with it, and like I had a lot of mods. <laughs> So, we used a lot of mods on Fall. I don't know. Um, oh, the normal. The normal um, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I really oh, stressed to Dan mode? not to buy the game. I know we got it at a discounted price. But I really, I really, well, we game share. We game share, that's why. And I really stressed. I would not I buy it. Not to I would buy only it. Like, please don't play buy it if it was free. He's like, I'm getting it for 30 bucks. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Don't get it. And he got it. And he's regretted it ever since. <laughs> no. That game should be just be free to play. That and Anthem should just be See, free to play. See, it's not worth $30 like, in my dead. opinion. It would Go be free to play worth 5 bucks, maybe. That's how you'll... Like yeah. ESO, ESO went free to play. It's just free. that That'll be the only way to save their, those two games mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, as as we uh, wind down yeah. our uh, our I, podcast I here, we're getting towards the end of it. Um, one of our uh, last questions, as yes. we um, ask all of our podcast guests, is um, for kind of streamers that are just starting out, and also uh, streamers that have been streaming kind of uh, for just a little while, just kind of looking for any advice. Uh, what are some kind of uh, your tips, uh, Riley, that you would give to uh, up and coming streamers or new streamers that are looking to uh, get on Twitch? Um, turn off view count. That's one one of the things. Like view count being on, you can any software that you use. There's a way to turn off. Um, looking at it is just going to cause you to worry too much about your stats and your numbers instead of what you're actually providing. And I've noticed that there were times in my streaming career that I did care way too much about numbers and like, I'm not growing as much as I was and stuff like that. And it really does take away from your content as a person. It puts you down and it, it it changes your whole mood. And that's one of the things that I feel like is not talked about a lot and it should be. Um, Just do you really um, be yourself. Don't try to be other people. Because people are going to like you. Too. And that's that's basically it. Be consistent and just don't don't give up. There's too many people that give up too soon. They don't see the growth. They don't see the purpose. Don't give up. Keep, keep going. It's going to get slow. There's so many people that want to stream. There's so many people that are streaming. It's going to take time can't get everything handed to you in a few months or in a year. That's only, awesome. Um, only a handful before we of head out, uh, Riley, can you tell uh, everyone uh, where to find you, uh, social media, Twitch, and uh, other uh, platforms? Yeah. Um, so I'm on everything. Twitch, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Snapchat, um, but if you just go to my Twitch, Riley Marie with two Y's, uh, all my social videos are linked <laughs> in the panels. Well, thank you so, thank you so much, Riley, for uh, joining 
um, us oh. today on the podcast. We really appreciate it. That's where it. I'll be. Um, also, you can listen to <laughs> – oh, it's awesome. We uh, – you know, this was a long time coming. You know, we met at PAX. Uh, we even known each Thank other before that. And happy. hopefully we get to hang out again soon. We uh, – yeah. Why it yeah, did no, take hey, way you know, too long got different for us schedules. to actually it's okay. get around I mean, it's better, better, Like we talked uh, about it and better still late than never. I won't even say like late, now. but better, better than never. There we go. We'll take out the late. <laughs> better than never. But um, it was awesome having you. Definitely uh, looking forward to uh, meeting up again. Um, now that you are 21 years old, whoop, whoop, we could finally uh, start heading out to the bars now. Um, yes, 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 absolutely. Absolutely, um, and you can listen. You can listen to this episode on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and Spotify. Yes, we are on iTunes and Spotify. Yes, at um, In Our Mom's Basement. You can listen Ooh, to this we're episode. On and also, uh, join us every Monday Thursday at twitch.tv forward slash In Our Basement for our podcast. And once again, thank you so much, Riley, for joining us. All right, guys, and uh, Riley is um, also, if you want to uh, pop into her channel, she is going to be streaming some heavy rain. So uh, definitely very excited, to, looking forward to seeing some reactions if Riley does get a choice wrong. So. Whoa! Yeah, I get really, really personal about my choices right. and my game. <laughs> we so look forward to seeing it. My All reactions right, guys, are very have a wonderful um, extra night, and once I again, care Riley, <laughs> you are the best. <laughs> No, you're the cutest in SDC. Don't ever, and you're uh, Discord as well. No, you. <laughs> All right, take care. You've just listened to the In Our Mom's Basement, a video game podcast with your hosts Dan Geofue and Rage Quit Pat. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. See you in the next episode.